One man, one mission, to equip the Church of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and awaken the Church to the voice of the Spirit. David Cuppet brings to you the School of the Holy Spirit from one of his many missions from around the world, where he aligns with apostolic leaders to eradicate spiritual blindness and reveal the true authority of believers in Christ, to prophesy, heal the sick, raise the dead, and cleanse the lepers. Open your heart and get ready to receive all that the Holy Spirit has for you in this week's session of the School of the Holy Spirit. School is in session. How many believe in prophecy? Amen. How many believe that you are supposed to be a weapon using prophecy? Yes. Every one of you should be raising your hands. Right? Okay, so my goal when I go places is that when I leave, they're praying in the Holy Ghost, they're prophesying, they're seeing visions, they're, they're having dreams, the Lord's voice is evident in their life. Yes. Right? And so, um, typically there's two things that we have to do in the process of that awakening. One is, how many of you know that Adam and Eve were deceived by a spirit that wasn't the Holy Spirit? Right? 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 That, that, that voice of evil crept into their life and literally put a blanket over them. Okay? It says that the eyes, their eyes were opened, right? When they ate the apple, their eyes were opened. And what that really means, their eyes to the spirit were closed. They saw the world, but they were blind in the spirit. Okay? So deception blinds you. Yes. And so we have to deal with not, we have to deal with equipping of the Holy Ghost, but we also have to deal with removal of the blanket of darkness that the enemy has put on all of us. Right. Okay. You're deceived if you think you just just have to understand Scripture and you're you're in it. That's that's part of the deception. Okay. It's actually a spiritual awakening. Okay. We're supposed to relate spiritually, and so um, how many believe that? Prophecy um, truly has the power to change everything around you. Amen. You believe that? Yes. Because the only thing keeping you from stepping into your destiny and changing the world around you is your connection to the Spirit and knowing what the Lord is saying. Because the Lord is always looking for somebody to hear His voice to reform, change what is literally in front of you. Change the people. Awaken them, equip them, deliver them, right? Amen. So what, if you if you believe that, um, what I'm really describing to you is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that the body is actually supposed to be weaponized by the Holy Spirit and all the gifts of the Spirit, right? Gifts of tongues, gift of prophecy, gift of healing, gift of faith, um, discern, discernment of spirits, uh, working of miracles, interpretation of tongues, all those gifts are supposed to be weaponized through believers that hear the voice of the Lord. Right? Amen. Does, it, does anybody in here believe that that's you? Amen. Right? That's you. Tell your neighbor that's you. Yes. Tell them if you don't believe, tell them you have enough faith for them that the power of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon them. Amen? And so... Um, Maybe to, maybe to build your faith a little bit. Um, how many of you know Pastor Jimmy up at Washington Church up the road? When I, when I walked in there yesterday, I preached up there last night. We had an amazing time. We had amazing deliverance. Some supernatural stuff happened. But when I walked in the door, um, he says, Hey, hey, did you hear? Did you hear? I said, well, hear what? He goes, remember the prophecy you spoke about our worship leader up there? He says, 
she she was barren for a decade. Her and her husband they couldn't have they couldn't have kids, and um, so they adopted, right? And when I called her out of the audience last year, um, I, I I said you're barren, but the Lord says um, you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna be pregnant. And he he says she's pregnant. So the voice of the Lord can look into the darkest situation and create by releasing His life, right? Right? It goes back to Genesis chapter 1. If you understand what prophecy is, it's Genesis chapter 1. The Lord wasn't afraid of the darkness. The Lord actually hunted the darkness. He He sought out the darkest place and He spoke into it and the darkness couldn't stop it, baby. The darkness was at the mercy of the voice of the Lord. So how powerful is prophecy? Paul said, Paul said it like this. That prophecy is about the maturity of the body. Right? He said, I wish you all pray in tongues even more that you prophesy. Why? Because a body, that's you, that is weaponized with prophecy because you, you know how to pray in the Spirit, which induces the Lord to speak to you. Okay? And you begin to prophesy, and guess what? Can darkness survive around you? Can demonized people survive around you? Can people who are broken and deceived and depressed survive around you? Are they allowed to be tolerated by you? The weaponized body of Christ? My God, what would the world look like if you truly believed that you had the weapon of prophecy and you literally started to think like Christ. Where are we going today? We're going to the woman at the well. We're going to the man chain of the tombs. We're going to the 5,000. Come on, Lord. What are we doing today? What would, what would your life look like if you woke up expecting to heal somebody? Expecting to deliver somebody? Expecting to cast a demon out of somebody? Come on, Holy Ghost! You know, the only thing the Lord doesn't change in you is your will. And many of you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, but yet you still look like the dead church. I'm sorry for meddling already, but here's the deal. He actually gives you a choice to decide if you really believe and you want to be the hand of Christ, the voice of Christ, the feet of Christ, the eyes of Christ, the mouth of Christ here on earth. Do you want to be that? Yes. Who wants to be that? Yes. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Weaponize me. Weaponize me. Give me a prayer life. Give me a prayer life. That scares the devil. That scares the devil. That makes him shake. That makes him shake. At the sound of my coming. At the sound of my coming. Give me a prayer life. Give me a prayer life. That knocks on heaven's door. That knocks on heaven's door. Commands the word of the Lord. Commands the word of the Lord. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I want, I want to know, to know what the Spirit of the Lord, the of the Lord is saying to the church. Saying to the church. You know that is the answer, right? It's not more philosophical, scriptural understanding and Bible. Why is it all about the Bible? Why is your life as a church believer, I gotta figure out the Bible, gotta figure out the Bible, gotta figure out the Bible? It's not about the Bible. It's about you knowing the Holy Spirit. Do you know the Holy Spirit? That is the question. Jesus isn't going to ask you if you memorize Luke chapter 10, the whole thing. 
He's going to say, did I know you and did you know me? Did you roll out of bed and say, I want to know what you're saying. I've got to hear you. Come on, baby. Come on. This is about you being re-centered out of dead religious mindsets. Because dead religious mindsets of trying to figure this out, trying to understand this. This, this will freak you guys out that I literally stopped reading the Bible about a decade ago. And this is what I mean by this. Don't get freaked out. I know the Bible. I can, I can argue the Bible with anybody. But this is what I mean by this. I stopped trying to figure out and read this and read that and read that. You know what I did? I went out of bed. I started praying to the Holy Spirit. And I said, leave me, Lord. And he takes me to one scripture. And it's like mushroom cloud. Yeah. This is what, this is what we're going to talk about today, yeah. David. This is what I'm going to give you understanding on today, David. This is where you're going to go and apply this very thing in your life today, David. You and the Holy Spirit. And the Bible becomes a piece of you getting understanding, but your relationship is you and the Holy Ghost. You and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Tell your neighbor, you need to know Him. He's called the Holy Spirit. It's what Jesus said He would baptize you in. Set you on fire. Set you on fire. And send you to the nations. Send you to the nations. Come on, he's gonna send people in here to the nations. I don't go places without an expectation that somebody's gonna get so awakened in the Holy Spirit that you're gonna set not only a city or a, a you know a borough on fire, another state on fire, but there's nations in you. Tell, tell your neighbor, there's a nation in you. Come on, there's a nation in you. But, but here's the deal. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna talk about equipping of the Holy Spirit. But the Lord put something on my heart that goes with what Todd talked about here before we started, and He mentioned about the false shepherd feeding you lies. How many of you know that if you grew up in modern religion, you're full of lies? And the only only way I got delivered out of many, many lies is I stopped listening to it. I rolled out of bed and spent hours with the Holy Spirit. I spent hours, literally hours a day with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes three, sometimes four. Sometimes I'd spend all night because I couldn't stop praying. Amen. What are you going to show me, Lord? What are you going to take me in heaven? What, are you going to, what library are you going to walk me into? Whose coffin are you going to show me that you're going to awaken a dead man out of? Come on. My God, did anybody in love with the Holy Spirit? Yes. Jesus said this in, in Revelation chapter 2 and 3. The seven letters to the seven churches. Every correction to the church ended with this. If you can hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. If you can hear He's begging people to lay down their religion and literally grab hold of the Holy Spirit and say, I want to know you. You know, the only thing you need is the prayer language that He equips you with. Because the prayer language says that it equips you to cry out. And the the Father's promise, Jesus called it the promise of the Father, right? Right? You know that? That promise of the Father is, it contains A to Z. It contains all things. It says that the Spirit of God searches the heart. He knows what the mind of the Spirit is, right? That's Romans 8, 26, 27. Yeah. Right? And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you're praying the perfect prayer. Yes. All you need 
this is going to freak you religious people out, but all you need is to pray in the Holy Spirit. Amen. What do you mean? I just I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta check my box on Sunday. I gotta sit in this pew. I gotta shell out this money. I gotta do all these things. And the Lord says, No, no. I gave you a perfect prayer. I gave you the perfect weapon. I held nothing back from you. I gave you all things. You mean it's as simple as you and the Holy Spirit? And all of a sudden, the Lord is going to come on you like a Samson, like an Elijah, like a Paul. Come on, man. The world is awaiting the awakening of you. That's right. The world is literally awaiting the awakening of you. It says, it, it says in, in Romans 8 that... that um, all of creation groans awaiting the awakening of the sons of God. Amen? Amen. The awakening of the sons of God. Tell your neighbor, you, you. are a son of God. You're called to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So here's the deal. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit here in a little bit in a minute here, but I want to I want to talk to you about the deception. Okay, how many of you know that Satan didn't stop deceiving with Adam and Eve? Okay, he continues to deceive, and he continues to deceive through systems. You ever been involved with an organized religious system? Why does one denomination think they're better than the other? And why are they comfortable downgrading everybody else, yet they can't even see their own blindness? Anytime somebody believes that their theology is better than another, you missed it. Jesus gave one theology. It's called the Holy Spirit. And that may mess you up. But the Lord says, do you know me? And do I know you? What do you mean the Baptists are the best? <laughs> no, 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 no. The Catholics are the best. Come on. Come on, you with me? Yeah. yeah. Jesus is asking you tonight, tonight, do you know my spirit? Right. I don't care about all these errors. We're all chock full of air. Come on. Is there anybody here not chock full of air? Yeah. I'm actually... Deaf, dumb, and blind without the Holy Spirit. That's right. Amen. You know, every one of you are actually deaf, dumb, and blind without the Holy Spirit. I don't care how much Bible knowledge you know. I don't care how much Bible knowledge you know. It's worthless. If you don't know the voice of the Lord and He's moving you two steps this way, one's to the right, look for the girl in the pink shirt. She's in need of me. Come on. Do you, know, do you know what He's saying to you? Do you know what you're doing next week? Do you know what He's doing to you with the group that you're working with? Do you know what He's saying to you? Do you know the strategy of the Lord is perfect? We're going to cut some stuff out here tonight because I believe this is what the Lord put on my heart. I'm going to give you a vision of what the Lord, the Lord showed me. Um, I, saw, I saw a group of people, I saw this group of people um, in darkness. And you were you, you had a Bible in front of you, and you, there was a knife. Each of you had a knife in your hand, and you saw dark spots on your body, and you were trying to cut them out. Mm. Anybody trying to cut out their their own issue? Mm. Come on. 
And all of a sudden, I saw the Lord come down and start touching people, and and the, it's like the room filled with glory. And suddenly, a whip appeared in people's hands, and they started to see demonic powers standing in front of them, trying to convince them to cut themselves. And I believe what the Lord is saying is that He's um, gonna He's gonna reveal the depths of the darkness that you've been fighting trying to do the right thing, trying to eliminate and stop something? Anybody been trying to stop something? Come on. Anybody been trying to change something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the most, <laughs> the most controlled slave is one who has a whisper in their ear and thinks they are dealing with their own issue. Instead of what the enemy sitting on their shoulder whispering in their ear manipulating and controlling. How was Adam and Eve manipulated and controlled? With a voice. It was a voice. It was an enemy's voice. And I believe I believe the, the whip is, a, is an equipping of deliverance. That your eyes are going to be open. You're going to see your enemy and you're going to start fighting your enemy and, start, and, and stop fighting yourself. Yes. Come on, man. And if you're fighting yourself, a lot of you are wasting your time. Amen. And you may say, well, what do you mean by that? i got to stop this sin. i got to stop this sin. Well, here's the deal. Jesus not only conquered sin, but He said this. This is, this is His Scripture. Ephesians, 10, uh, Ephesians 6, verse 10 to 12. For we wrestle um, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. Right? So you have this flesh that you have to believe in the accomplishment of Christ, but have you been delivered of all the curses on your life? Have you been delivered of all the whisperings in your ear, the things that you've been convinced that that's just you, you're the crazy one, you're the depressed one, you're the oppressed one, you're the broken one, you're the one that just will never get healed. Something whispering in your ear? You wrestle not against flesh and blood, but you wrestle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. Okay? So that, that deception is, is a real thing, right? That's his word. That's, that's, that's what his Bible tells us. Right? And so I want to I wanna, uh, focus on this one particular element here. It's called um, a ruling spirit. And I'm going to tell you about an encounter I had with a ruling spirit. Um, but the word ruling spirit, that actually means this. It means... Um, uh, the Greek term for it is cosmokratio. Uh, it's, it's two words together. Cosmos meaning the world, and kratio meaning to rule by words. Just like Satan whispered and deceived with words, a ruling spirit functions in the same manner. Okay? And this type of spirit not only works on an individual, but it works on church organizations, it works on denominations, you're better because of this. This is what you believe in because of that. The Holy Spirit doesn't exist because it died with the 12 original apostles. All the lies. All It's not only your own lies, it's the church lies. We'll get into that in a second, but here's the deal. I had... Um, I was, I was going through um, a, a period of really deep prayer. This happened in like 2011. Um, I was praying, fasting, I was just seeking the Lord, I was praying the Holy Spirit three, four, five hours a day, um, I, was, I was fast, um, I, I would fast anywhere from three to ten days 
water only a month. I mean, I was pressing. I was knocking on the Lord's door, okay? And one night I, I went to bed and um, I woke up at two about 2 o'clock in the morning. And the way I woke up is my, my, I felt my flesh trembling. I'm laying there, and I was in the midst of a dream. I'm not going to tell you the whole the whole dream because it takes too much time. But the Lord brought me out of this dream, and I, I I was literally my body was shaking. And as I as I came as I became awake, the Lord let me see this entity. All I can describe it as is uh, you know that old toy Skeletor. Um, it looked like a skeleton, had these really long hands. This thing, it was, it um, had white bones. It, it was was real thin, skinny, um, and its hands. It had its uh, it had its hand over my belly, okay. And there was what appeared to be lightning between this entity's hand and my belly, and I'm I'm trembling, right? Um, and when this thing, when when this thing. Um, Suddenly, it like realized that I could see it, okay? And out of my mouth came the scripture. A thousand, and I had never even studied Psalm 91 at this point, okay? Mm-hmm. Out of my mouth comes this scripture. A thousand will fall at my side, ten thousand in my right hand, but it shall not come, come near me. I'm speaking this while I'm seeing this entity beside my bed. And this thing looked at me, and all of a sudden, the trembling that was on me this thing started to tremble. Okay? This thing started to tremble, and the lightning that was between this entity and me, it stopped. Okay? And all of a sudden, when this entity, it literally looked at me as it was shaking, and boom, it was gone. Okay? Alright? And so I'm, I'm telling you the story because of this. Number one, that thing wasn't putting something in, in me it was feeding energy off of me. Anybody ever feel depression, oppression, heaviness? What do you think's happening? Those entities literally are sucking the life out of you. Right? So if you're trying to cut yourself, instead of recognizing you have an enemy literally sucking the life out of you, literally, oh, what was me? never going to get out of this. Please stop. I mean, you can go through the motions, right? And this thing can suck the life out of you all your life. How many have had mothers, fathers, grandparents that were deeply depressed all their life? Come on, I'm talking to somebody. I'm telling you it wasn't them. They weren't psychotic. There was entities that hunt you. Okay? Jesus actually said this in in, uh, Luke 11 when He's talking about when a spirit is cast out of a man. It says it roams in dry places. It tries to find rest. It can't find any. So it comes back to find a host. Why? Because it's separated from God and it needs your energy. It actually hunts you. It feeds off of you. It literally looks at you like a smorgasbord. Who, who will host me today? Come on, who, who will host me today? Let me find one of them dumb Christians. Let me find one of them powerless, theological, believing Christians that doesn't know how to fight. It just thinks it's, you know, 
You're just trying to work, work through things. You just trying to try harder. Well, the, the, the Bible points us to the fact that we don't, we should not be warning against ourselves. That our hope and expectation should be in Christ, meaning that He gives you the Holy Spirit to actually reveal secrets, to reveal that there's actually an entity standing over your bed at night. And you think you're getting a great night's sleep, but you roll over in the morning and you wake up. Oh my gosh. Uh, am I talking to somebody? Huh? You know how many times the Lord woke me up? The Lord woke me up one night. He shook. He literally shook me. David, there's evil in your house. Go pray. And you're lay, I'm laying there. I'm like, oh, it's just one of him, man. No, no. You roll, you roll over and say, ah! Come on, let me hear you one time. Ah! Come on, man. Come on, the devil is in trouble. The devil is in trouble. Come on, the devil is in trouble, guys. Church, a body that knows who they are, and that their war is not against flesh and blood. It's not against the guy you look at in the mirror. It's not you. If the devil can convince you that you have to cut the darkness out of your body, and you're not fighting Skeletor that's sucking the life out of you, my God, you're a smorgasbord. Tell your neighbor you're not a smorgasbord. <laughs> Jesus doesn't make smorgasbords. You're done dining off of me. You're done dining off of me. It's back down hunting you. talking to somebody in here, what if a ruling spirit can whisper in a pastor's ear, Mr. Ezekiel 34, what if, a, what if a ruling spirit can whisper in an entire denomination's ear, let's just call it out, let's call, let's call the Baptists out, Baptists believe that the Holy Spirit cessationalism, it died with the original twelve. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit because you listen to an entire denomination that believes that there is no more power and the Lord doesn't speak anymore because you have to read His Scripture and figure it out on your own, guess what? You're a smorgasbord. Yes, that's right. Yes. My God. I know it's true. The Lord sends me into those places to deliver people. Can I tell you how many pastors the Lord has woken me up and say, go to Arizona, go to go uh, to the suburb called Peoria, and you're going to go to this church, and this is what you're going to say to this pastor? 
True story, baby. True story. True story. Come on, Lord, send me to another one. Send me to another one. Awaken your church, Lord. Awaken your church. Come on, man. I was just—I was sent to a—I was sent to a pastor, and I said your body is supposed to be in the holy place, and you're listening to the fear mongers on the outside of the holy place, and the Lord says you're in the wrong place. Come on, speak the truth. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not afraid of anybody who wears a a, a fish hat. Dorns a robe, puts on the guard, and looks religious. In fact, it's like, Lord, come on, send me to that one. Send me to that one. I will speak your word, for you've made my forehead like flint. I believe what you say, and I will not fear man at any cost. Come on, say, make me a warrior. Make me a warrior. You see, let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about the fact that the enemy had a design to take the Holy Spirit out of the church. You know that the, when the Romans conquered not only Israel, but conquered just the whole world, right? In, in 325, you've heard the story that, um, what was it, Constantine? He brought not only the Christians together, but he bought, brought all the nations that they, that, that they, that they ruled over. Right? He brought them together. He brought them together. It's called the Council of Nicene. And you actually hear religious people like reference that like it was a religious thing. No, it was a control scheme. They actually pulled all the pagans along with what they... It wasn't even called Christians. They were called Nazarenes. You know why they were called Nazarenes? Because they followed Christ, the one who gave their life, the one who went unto death. They gave their life for the living Christ. They were fearless. You know what they did? Constantine brings them all together. And he compromised them all. He took, he took their scriptures from, from the Nazarenes. And he took, he took the, the ones who worshipped Ishtar. Right? The ones who worshipped Saturn. The ones who worshipped all these, all of these lies. Right? Come on. And they, they brought Ishtar, they brought Ishtar in and they, they said, we'll call these guys Christians, which actually means Cretan. It actually means Cretan. Right? It actually means the dumb ones. Right? That's what it means. He named them because they were willing to follow a new system instead of what made them supernatural. Right? Amen. Amen. Let's just use let's use Easter as an example. Come on, Easter bunny yes, and the eggs. Come on. Yes, the Easter come on. bunny and the eggs. They, they, they worshipped Ishtar, which was, which was the god the goddess of fertility, and the Easter bunny, the eggs were a symbol of of their idols. And they brought them all together. They said, well, we'll call it Jesus Resurrection Day. Yes. And it actually wasn't Jesus. It was Yeshua. Yeah. Amen. Right? They renamed First them. First they renamed them. They took away the holy holidays that the Lord named in the Old Testament. Yes. And they dumbed it all down. They dumbed it all down. And you've got guys standing in pulpits willing to die for a dead theology. Wow, come on, my people perish for that. Like, 
And the Lord's saying, will you walk away from the lie? Will you trust me? Walk away from what you call organized Christianity and let me teach you by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You see, you see, they even took the most supernatural books out of the Bible. They did. Do you ever hear of Enoch? Eat the book of Enoch? Enoch walked like a bad dude, man. One guy, one guy, Enoch. The Lord says, I'm anointing you, Enoch, to judge the fallen angels. My God, what would you look like if you were bold as a lion like Enoch? Come on, Lord, make me like Enoch. Let me send me to judge that lying preacher. Come on. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. That's not my Holy Spirit. You telling these people that they are actually supposed to sit there and shove their money so that you can sit there all week in this holy place and not, you know, in the Old Testament or in, when, in the birthing of the new church, they actually had guys, they, if you were in town for more than three days, you had to get a job as a traveling preacher. There was no such thing as a guy set up in an organization and people feeding the organization. Give your money so that this guy can sit on his totem pole, right? And, and be a vessel of the demonic feeding you lies. No more. Yeah. My God, what, what would the church really look like? I mean, back to Enoch, I get myself off in the But the point with Enoch, my God, can you see the anointing coming on Enoch? You're going to, you're going to, Judge this angel who gave witchcraft to the people. You're going to judge this angel who, who fashioned the women in makeup and made them toys instead of wives. You're going to judge them. And I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. And he's going to anoint people to judge the darkness. You're gonna be. You're gonna suddenly wake up out of bed with the revelation of the Holy Spirit and say, "That's a lie." Oh my God, I believe that all my life. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. What would you look like if you actually trusted the only thing Jesus said? The Holy Spirit. You'd be supernatural. You'd be fearless. You wouldn't be sitting there trying to figure things out. Many, many, many people have a heart that they want to do the right thing, but you've been deceived by systems. You've been deceived. Absolutely deceived. It's an actual miracle that, you're, you, that you've been brought here. Okay? Hallelujah. And i got to tell you, I, I either get kicked out of places... Or the whole place gets set on fire. So as long as you don't kick me out the door, you're going to have the fire going on. Amen? Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Of every lie. Of every lie. That I've been trained to believe. That I've been trained to believe. Teach me about your way of money. Teach me about your way of money. Deliver me from the lie called tithing. Deliver me from the lie called tithing. When they force me to put it in a bucket. When they force me to put it in a bucket. Or condemn me according to their scripture. Or condemn me according to their scripture. Deliver me. Deliver me. From the lie called covering. From the lie called covering. That if I step out of organized religion. If I step out of organized religion. 
church. I mean, there's Peter walking into cities and confronting witches. They actually took the book of Peter out. The real book of Peter is out of the Bible. And there's stories of Peter being sent by the Lord to confront the head sorcerer in cities. Peter, I'm a bad man, baby. I'm like a bad bad man. Peter walking into cities looking for the witch. Not tolerating the witch in their city. What would you look like if you believed in the Holy Spirit? Instead of the lie of organized religion. You ever wonder why you rule out all these people go into these churches, rolling out of bed, they look like they just got run over, moping, mad, angry. And I'm like, my God, are any of you baptized in the Holy Spirit? Come on, Lord, send me into that dead place. Send me into that dead place. Give me one shot to get them all baptized in the Holy Spirit. Come on, God, I feel electric in here. Yes. Electric in here. Are you ready to walk away from a dead thing? Yes. Are you really? Yes. Are you really? Yes. Say this, say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. To every ruling spirit. Every ruling spirit. Who's deceived me personally? Who's deceived me personally? Or deceived me through systems? Or deceived me through systems. I was deceived into trusting. I was deceived into trusting. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. My God, you could get you want to get going on the Catholic Church? No. The Pope was a dictator. The Pope ruled Europe. The Pope started wars. The Pope still starts wars. Okay? Rosary beads, are you kidding me? Worshiping Mary, are you kidding me? Lighting candles, worshiping the dead saints. That's called necromancy. Yes, it is. It's called necromancy. Candles, smells, bells. Yeshua's still on the cross. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. And you may say, well, yeah, well, you know, that, that guy Luther, all these people got delivered. No, they, they, they kept the same guy in a pulpit and the same type of organizational control scheme that exists today. You got a little bit of a revelation of grace. But other than that, the majority of the Protestants that came out of it refused the Holy Spirit. Because they've been trained that the Holy Spirit died with the original 12 apostles. Are you kidding me? Jesus gave me one thing. He said, stay in this city until you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And I will walk with you to the ends of the earth. We will shake the world. We will be fearless. One person. Tell the person beside you, you're that person. The Lord is hunting you. To baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Because you're that person. You're that person. That's going to shake cities. That's going to shake cities. I hate cessationalism. I have no tolerance for it. Jesus said this about the church of Thyatira. He says, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel. Mm-hmm. You made a deal with yes, her. You let her come prophesy on. the lies. Yeah. 
You see, if you go into that dead place and you let that guy in the pulpit keep preaching those lies that the Holy Spirit is dead, he doesn't talk today, he doesn't equip his body with the gifts of the Spirit, he doesn't equip you to prophesy and cast out devils, guess what? You made a deal with Jezebel. No, I'm dead serious. That's a serious thing. You may laugh like, yeah, 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 yeah. but that's a serious thing. The next person that you know, a religious person that sits under a dead place and you don't speak and say you're sitting under a lie. You want to see the Holy Ghost fall on you? You start confronting the lies. You start saying, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. My Holy Ghost is alive. He is on me. And this is what he's saying to you now. The Lord says, rise up and hear my voice. Come on, man. The Lord is raising witnesses. Jesus said in in, uh, Acts chapter 1, he said, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witness. You know what a witness is? A martyr. A dead guy. A guy who has given his life. It's not about you. It's about Christ. A guy that is so born in the Holy Ghost that you stand against Pharaoh. You walk in and you stand against King. You stand against these guys that claim to be great denominational leaders and you say you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar. Well, the mighty God. Yeah. You catching my drift, man? Wow. It's even part of your culture that you accept. One of the one of the most amazing deliverance sessions I ever had. The Lord, the Lord started teaching me about this church of Thyatira and tolerating how Jezebel Jezebel seduced the people into um, accepting her through sexual immorality, right, and all of deception with it. What do you think rock music is? What do you think rap music is? What do you think Hollywood is? You know, the word Hollywood actually is named Hollywood because the Druids used the holly branch to cast their spells. How many of you are embedded into culture? Listening to the music, do you know that the majority of music is conjured up through spells? Just like the Holy Spirit comes upon a person and and songs, it comes out like prophecy. The same thing happens to people who conjure up songs by doing witchcraft rituals and the words come out on paper. Did you ever did, did you ever hear the Rolling Stones and some of these other groups testify of how they wrote their songs in the midst of, of their devil worship? And yet they get up, they get up on stage, and the world is under the spell. How many of you have sung the Rolling Stones? How many of you have sung Katy Perry, Dark Horse? How many of you have sung Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga actually confesses that she gets herself in a trance for a week in an egg and starts to write songs under spiritual powers. And when she comes out, she's got these rhythms. And the people are under a spell, not only by the rhythm, but by the words that they even sing and confess out of their own mouth. And you may say, well, I don't know why I have depression. I don't know why I'm oppressed. I don't know why I feel this way. No, I am saying it. I am saying it. 
know why your teenagers go nuts? You want to know why your teenagers go nuts? Because they're singing with Lady Gaga. I was born this way. I was born this way. Come on, I was born this way. Come on. Jesus said, you must be born again. You must be baptized in my spirit and not be a product of this world. You've got to be a supernatural Holy Ghost wild man. You don't look nothing like this place. In fact, you recognize the lie that not only has infiltrated the church, but when you in your innocence start singing the songs. Yes. Right, you come under a spell. Yes, sir. I remember the first time I did deliverance at a church back in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I've got 150 people in the room, and I'm talking about this, and the murmuring starts. And I don't know if I believe that. And you know what happened? We started to pray. We started to pray. We started to have people confess, right, of the words, the witchcraft that they confessed over their self as they sang the song. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bodies are all over the floor, people puking in buckets. I had a girl grab me by the by the shirt and this demon speaking through her. I'm gonna kill you. Why'd you give me away? Why did you why did you expose me like this? This is my home. Shut up and come out, devil. Shut up and come out, devil. I've cast demons out of people that went into horror movies. Jesus. Come on, bring it up. I cast demons out of yeah. people that how'd you get in there, devil? Mm. Oh, they went to see the exorcist. Mm. They went to they went to see this, you can name them. Yeah. I, I had people I had people leave leave movie theaters and suddenly their beds start shaking at night. You know why? <coughs> Jesus actually said, protect your eye gates. Protect your eye gates. Protect your ear gates. Why? Because they enter you. Yes. Yes. You mean that I can just innocently sing songs and watch horror movies and this demons have right to me? Jesus said, watch your eye gates. Watch your ear gates. My son is attracted to all of them. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) In the name of Jesus. You're fighting. You don't war against flesh and blood. You war against principalities and powers who deceive just like Satan deceived. God, has God really said? Mm. Has God really said? Mm. Well, everybody does it. Everybody does it. Come on, man. The Lord's here tonight to awaken people in power. And it starts with people confessing their demonization. It starts with people recognizing they've been duped. You've been duped by dead theological positions. You've been duped by culture that literally is a sign to take you. Amen. Satanists are a sign. You know what's so you know what's so deceiving about common uh, Christianity? Everybody walks around like they're in a cloud. They're, nobody's after them. Well, Satan, Satan's not after me. Yeah, you're weak. You get deceived. What? I have no purpose in life. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to fight. Yes. You're supposed to fight. You're called to a war. Right. If you don't look at the book of Revelation, anybody look at the book of Revelation like, man, I hope I'm pre-trib. I hope I'm mid-trib. No, no, no. I hope I'm in the middle of the battle. I hope I'm in the middle of the fight. I hope I'm 
the one on the white horse. I hope I'm the one on the red horse casting out demons and prophesying. Come on. Come on. Bring that thing up out of the ground that's named Abaddon. Bring that thing up. Because my God says, I will stand before kings and call them to their knees. I will stand before principalities and powers. My Bible says that we are to fight. Amen. We are to fight. Yes. 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 Mark 16, 17. Go into the world and preach the gospel. And these signs will follow those that believe. In my name you will cast out demons. Right? You will pray in tongues. You will take up serpents. You know what take up serpents means? It doesn't mean pick up a rattlesnake and see if you really have faith. Take up serpents means this. It actually means take up the fight. Yep, fight the good fight of faith. So you're casting out demons is one thing, but taking up serpents is you are called to enter the fight. There's a fight. There's something hunting you. There's something hunting your children. And it is deceiving. It is deceiving in culture, in dead religion. Dead religion is actually the most dangerous thing there is. You know why? Because dead religion, you walk in with your guard down. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And you sit there. Boy, I like the way that pastor looks. I like. I like the way. I like the way that pastor feels. I just feel good in this place. Everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. Yeah. 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 Have a coffee. Yeah. Just, just have a coffee out of the coffee bar. It'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> you get the picture? You get the picture, guys? Yes. You're in a war. Yes, we are. It's a real deal. It is a real deal war. It is. Who gets a revelation that they've been deceived by culture, even in your sing-alongs? You've been singing witchcraft songs. You've been cursing yourself. You know what the first, when I, in 2005, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I went home that night, and Jesus sat beside me on the bed all night long. First time I heard the voice of the Lord. I knew He was real. I knew He was absolutely real. And when I when I um, when he he started speaking to me all night long, he asked me this question: Will you speak for me? I said, I don't know you. I don't know your Bible. I don't know anything about you. And he says, Will you speak for me? Right. I you know what? I I argued and gave him excuses for three hours, and finally at six o'clock in the morning, after being up all night with the King of Kings literally sitting beside me. He finally says again, will you speak for me? And I said, all right, here's the deal. If I'm asked to speak, I'll speak, but I'm not raising my hand. And he got, he, he got, he got what he wanted. He got the yes. He got it. He got it. It was, a, it was a weak one, but he got a yes. And I, this, this was now on a Sunday morning, okay? The next the Sunday morning, I literally, we hadn't been in church. I got invited to this church. I get whacked by this prophet. This prophet calls me out. I get touched by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is talking to me all night. He cuts, we cut a deal together, right? So my wife gets up the next morning, like 7 o'clock. I get in the shower. I didn't tell her anything that happened. 
And she, she, uh, she goes, I think we need to go back to that church. I said, all right, let's go. I didn't say anything about what happened that night because it was, it was like, who would believe me? Okay? We walk into the church. We walk into the church to get through praise and worship. We sit down, and the guest prophet starts to speak. And all of a sudden, about ten minutes into his, his, his uh, message, he stops, he looks around, and he finds me sitting in the back of the church. He walks back the aisle and puts a, puts a mic in front of my face, and he says, I heard the Lord say that you cut a deal with him last night. That if you were asked to speak, you would speak. And he grabbed me by the neck. Now, okay, this dude, this is a big dude. He's like 6'4", 300 pounds. He grabbed me by the neck. And he says, you've got to deal with the Lord Jesus Christ and you're going to fulfill it. He took me up to the front of the church, smacked me in the back, and all of a sudden, I started to preach. For the first time in my life, words started coming out of my mouth. Words started coming out of my mouth. Jesus is alive. He speaks. He sits beside me. And that's the message. It's that simple. He's looking for somebody who would say, I met the King of Kings and He's real. He's not just this fictitious thing that you've got to make believe out of a book. He actually is real. He's real. He's real. Real. He's real. And that's what He's asking you tonight. Will you say yes? Will you speak for me? Not will you sit there and try to learn more or figure out your life. He's not looking for any of that. He's asking for your yes because if you say yes, guess what? He takes care of all the rest. When He wants to expose a ruling spirit in your life, when He wants to make you a teacher of the Spirit, when He wants to make you a deliverer, when He wants to make you something, it all is connected to you knowing the voice of the Lord and trusting the one thing that has the power to speak into darkness, and that is the voice. So put your Bible down and start being a Nazarene. Amen. Start being one who chases the one who has all the answers, and that's the living Christ. Amen. Amen. The living Christ who actually said, I will make you something. I will equip you to do things that you could never fathom on your own. Amen. You won't have to worry about depression, anxiety, and all those things that you've struggled with because I'll have you so focused on what I'm going to say next and where I'm going to take you in the Spirit and where I'm going to send you that you'll be in love with me. Amen. You'll be so in love with me because you know that I'm real. Amen. You literally know that I'm real. Yes. Amen? Amen. Say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Let me know you're real. Let me know you're real. Come on, I want to kind of deal with you tonight. I want to speak for you. I want to speak for you. Which means I need to know what you're saying. Which means I need to know what you're saying. I'm going to simplify my life. I'm going to simplify my life. I no longer call myself a Christian. I no longer call myself a Christian. I'm a Nazarene. I'm a Nazarene. Come on, I'm a Nazarene. I'm a Nazarene. I'm a Nazarene. I'm a Nazarene. Come on, Jesus, speak to me. Come on, Jesus, speak to me. Come on, Holy Spirit, baptize me. Come on, Holy Spirit, baptize me. What do you say we pray a little bit? And we're going to see what happens. We're going to knock on the door because I believe the, the, the Lord literally assigned us to hunt ruling spirits tonight. Okay? Can I lead you through some prayers? Who here has ever experienced deliverance? Had a demon cast out of them? So about half of you. So you know it's real. 
Yes. How many have been delivered from curses and assignment or, or relational things that you did with rock music, rap music, any type of stuff? Horror movies, anybody been delivered from, from demons of fear from horror movies? How about religious demons? Yeah. Have you been re- delivered from religious demons? Yes. Should you be delivered from horror movies? Yes. If you've been there, you probably have some issues. You need help? No, we all. Let me lead you through some prayers. You ready? Yes. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I break off all generational curses of pride. I break off all generational curses of pride. Lust, perversion, and rebellion. Lust, perversion, and rebellion. Leave me now. Leave me now. Witchcraft, idolatry, and poverty. Leave me now. Witchcraft, idolatry, and poverty. Leave me now. Rejection and fear, leave me now. Rejection and fear, leave me now. Confusion and addiction, leave me now. Confusion and addiction, leave me now. Death and destruction, leave me now. Death and destruction, leave me now. I command all generational spirits that came into my life during conception. I command all generational spirits that came into my life during conception. To leave me now. To leave me now. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I break all curses. I break all curses. And negative words. And negative words. That I've spoken over myself. That I've spoken over myself. That any man has spoken over me. That any man has spoken over me. That any song birthed in witchcraft. That any song birthed in witchcraft. Deceive me into singing. Deceive me into singing. And breaking and, and accepting its curse. And accepting its curse. I repent. I repent. I break that curse now. I break that curse now. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I break all spoken curses. I break all spoken curses. That leaders, that leaders have released over me. Have released over me. And gave me false theologies. And gave me false theologies. Deceived my previous generations. Deceived my previous generations. And made me powerless. And made me powerless. Not believing. Not believing. In the gift of Yeshua. In the gift of Yeshua. Which is the Holy Spirit. Which is the Holy Spirit. I command, I command all ancestral spirits, all ancestral spirits of Freemasonry, Freemasonry to leave me now. To leave me now. In the name of Yeshua. I command idolatry. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. False religion. False religion. Leave me now. Leave me now. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I command sickness. I command sickness. Infirmity. Infirmity. Fear. Fear. Depression. Depression. And oppression. Oppression. Leave me now. Leave me now. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I break the legal rights. I break the legal rights of all generational spirits. Of all generational spirits. Operating behind a curse. Operating behind a curse. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. You have no legal rights. You have no legal rights. I'm under the blood of Yeshua. I'm under the blood of Yeshua. I've been made new. I've been made new. In Christ. In Christ. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm not a religious man. I'm not a religious man. Spiritual man. I'm a spiritual man. I am free. I am free in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the power of the Holy Spirit. I renounce all false beliefs. I renounce all false beliefs and philosophies and philosophies and heresies.
Yeshua. I break all curses off my finances. I break all curses off my finances. From any ancestor who cheated. From any ancestor who cheated. With money. With money. I break all curses of sickness. I break all curses of sickness. And disease. And disease. Inherited by my mother. Inherited by my mother. And my father. And my father. I break those lies. I break those lies. I am not sick. I am not sick. I am not depressed. I am not depressed. I am not oppressed. I am not oppressed. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. I declare war. I declare war. Generational spirit. Generational spirit. The ruling spirit. Who has enslaved my bloodline. It ends right now. It ends right now. In the name of Yeshua. I renounce all pride. I renounce all pride. It's made me a religious man. It's made me a religious man. Depending on what I know. Depending on what I know. Instead of who I know. I repent. I repent. For the pride of religion. For the pride of religion. Who depends on theological position. Depends on theological position. Instead of being born again. Instead of being born again. The freedom of the Holy Spirit. The freedom of the Holy Spirit. I break all curses. I break all curses. By agents of Satan. By agents of Satan. Including false shepherds. Including false shepherds. That have been sent. To imprison me. In dead theology. Who put more weight on theology. Than you on the Holy Spirit. I break all generational rebellion. And in any way I fear. I rebel against the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I permission. To burn out. To burn out. The enemies of God. The enemies of God. Burn out. Burn out. Prophecy. Prophecy. Laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. And every gift of the Spirit. And every gift of the Spirit. Burn out my enemies. Burn out my enemies. The whisper in my ear. The whisper in my ear. And darken my heart. And darken my heart. And keep me from the revelation of Christ. And keep me from the revelation of Christ. Especially dead theology. Especially dead theology. Come on, I need you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Deliver me from dead theology. Deliver me from dead theology. I renounce every form of witchcraft. I renounce every form of witchcraft. All sorcery and divination. All sorcery and divination. It was released upon me by culture. It was released upon me by culture. Through horror movies. Through horror movies. Through demonic songs. Through demonic songs. That I've even sung with my own mouth. That I've even sung with my own mouth. I repent. I repent. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. Lord, deliver me, Holy Spirit. Lord, deliver me, Holy Spirit. Deliver me from the curse. Deliver me from the curse. That deceived me. That deceived me. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. I repent. I repent. For every form of pharmakia. For every form of pharmakia. And the sorceries that deceive men. And the sorceries that deceive men. I repent for witchcraft. I repent for witchcraft. Psychic readings. Psychic readings. Psychic prayers. Psychic prayers. Enchantments. Enchantments. Spells. Spells. Fortune telling. Fortune telling. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. Necromancy. Necromancy. Divination. Divination. Ouija boards. Ouija boards. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. From the spirit that entered me and from the Ouija board. Deliver me from the spirit that 
my God, that's over half the room. Come on, deliver me, Holy Spirit. Deliver me, Holy Spirit. From the witchcraft spirit. From the witchcraft spirit. That entered me. That entered me. When I was deceived. When I was deceived. When I played the Ouija board. When I played the Ouija board. Come on, come out. Come out. Come out, Get out. Come out, witchcraft. Get out. Jesus 
relationships with Masonic Lodge. Who has family members? Who has family members who were in the Masons? Demonic. Absolutely demonic. They don't even worship Jesus. They worship demons. Say, I repent. I repent. Of my forefathers' sins. Of my forefathers' sins. Who worshipped in the Masons. Who worshipped in the Masons. And made vows. And made vows. That have been passed down to me. That have been passed down to me. I break those lies. I break those lies. I command every generational spirit. I command every generational spirit. That came through the lie. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the School of the Holy Spirit. For more information or to request David at your church or conference, please go to davidcuppet.org, D-A-V-I-D-C-U-P-P-E-T-T dot O-R-G, or fivestoneministries.org. You can also find the School of the Holy Spirit podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Charisma Magazine. For a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, we encourage you to purchase David's new book entitled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, available on Amazon. 
We pray that you will encounter the Holy Spirit in a transforming way and become all that Christ has prophesied over your life. 